You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV. Good to be with you as always. Appreciate you being with us, Corey and Ira in-house. This hour brought to you always. And it's delicious. I ch- I chopped it up over the weekend with I got the uh, andouille. That's I just had some andouille last night. Andouille. Andouille. And, I ha- had and, some last night. Yeah, actually. I I didn't have any last night. Over the weekend, I did. I I, I cut it up, put it in the pan, the skillet. Mm. Mm. Got after it. Put it in some some scrambled eggs. Oh, look at you! Register sausage, folks. Yay, sausage! So I'm a. I mean, you guys are gonna mock, mock me, I'm sure, but I'll put a little ketchup in my scrambled eggs. I mean. That's not what we do, but okay. I mean, you know, were you in the Navy? Well, I didn't know this. Yeah. So here's the – I think it's a northern thing because when we moved down to Miami from the northeast, I remember we were, at a, we were at a restaurant, and I asked for ketchup, and the lady said, oh, for your potatoes, like the waitress? And yeah. I was like, no, for my eggs. And she looked at me. It was like one of those scenes in the movie where everything stops. Everybody's like, what, what is going on here? Yeah. So anyway, so I like ketchup in my scrambled eggs, which gives it a little sweetness, right? But the andouille is yeah, spicy. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I don't, you don't want to do that. I would yeah. hope you would never use ketchup on uh, the regi- I would, register sausage. I mean, yeah, that's I would you never. don't get you don't get to order register sausage if you use ketchup. on We it. might lose the sponsorship if 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 Ben hears that I'm putting ketchup anywhere near I my just, andouille. Yeah, if yeah. you plan on buying registers and then using ketchup to eat it, don't buy registers. <laughs> we don't want you. <laughs> So, and Andrew's right in here in the chat right off the bat. Also, we can no longer trust Ira. Ketchup on eggs, yeah, WTF. That kinda does. I mean, we don't. Ira, some things you just keep may, to yourself. May, yeah, maybe, that's one of them. Maybe, Andrew, you can start trusting other people who do this and realize if, if it's okay for Ira to do it, it's okay for others. It's not okay for you to do it either. Well, we're, we're listen, we're moving on. Uh, register sausage, unbastardized as it is by Ira, is the best way to go, and uh, throw that into the eggs, you're good to go. Jason says ketchup and hot sauce. I've seen the hot sauce. Hot a lot sauce of people I'll do. do hot I'll sauce. do a little hot sauce action every now and again. Got I'm not, to. Ketchup try, just try the dominates ketchup. the taste. No, man, I don't I'll like ketchup. Put, I'll put hot sauce on everything. I'm not nine. I love hot sauce. You know, nine-year-olds love ketchup. Yeah. Taste, uh, yeah. I, don't, I, can't, I can't imagine 
I had anything a, with ketchup. I had a father-in-law who I loved dearly, but I used to tease at the table all the time because we'd have shrimp and he'd put ketchup on his shrimp. I mean, that's I'm the like, craziest egg. Oh, I said, I told him get up from the table. Get up from the table. Get up from the damn table. Did you slap him? I did not. He's a smallish guy. I didn't want to do that. It would be the wrong thing. <laughs> right. Plus, he was plus he was a nice man, but he was just obviously misguided. Well, if you live in the Southeast, certainly in Florida, it's expanding every day across the Southeast. Register Sausage. You can find it in most of your local grocery stores. If you don't, we suggest a peaceful protest. Maybe call a manager. Make your uh, voice heard. And if you're outside of the area, order at registermeats.com. They'll deliver it to you. It'll be fresh, delicious. You can have some andouille as well. Hey, really, Gabe, again on you, brother. Well done. Off of the cap to you. So this is now the third week since trying Register Sausage while walking by the meats section in the grocery store. My wife says, we need more Register Sausage. Yep. G- Gabe, you married well, buddy. Yeah, yeah. doing well. Hold on, Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Gabe, hang in there. All right, so here we go again. We were all, the three of us, were just at practice this morning, and uh, it was good to be back at it, good to, to get out there and watch this team. Uh, what we can and cannot talk about, it's, it's, kinda, it, it's getting meatier. All the things mm-hmm. that are happening, uh, most of it we, we, we can talk about, which is great. Right. But we some, can't talk about the triple reverse they ran and yeah. then the throwback. Yeah. Don't so do we, that. We owe. Oh, uh, yikes. Yeah. Duquesne's going to be, Duquesne's got a game plan for that now. But but I would tell you that, uh, yeah, there are just some things where you're kind of like, all right, well, this is interesting. They're starting to, uh, some more meat and potatoes, guys. Some more meat and potatoes being mm. thrown into the mix here. I was thinking about this, though. If you let something slip, about the depth chart. Like, one of the big things they don't want us to talk about from practice is depth chart and injuries. I guess that's two of the things they don't want mm. us to talk about. Depth chart, if something's slipping out, I mean, they're playing Duquesne. LSU's going to see the Duquesne film. So, I mean, you know. Maybe they don't I want don't Duquesne know. to know. But, I mean, is it going to be a big problem? No. Hey, man, I don't know. I don't know what this program, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we didn't not think Jack have State. A pro- hey, stop. I'm just saying, we didn't think Jack State was going to be a problem. I'll give you 24 right now. No. Come on. You're so scared. Are you scared over scared. there? You're scared, scared. already? No, Come on. No. I'll give you 24 right now. What, what's the, what the halftime line? Give us the halftime line. You want a first half line? First half line. What's the real line? Is that out yet? It's not. It, they're not I don't even know that there will be a line for that game. Give me uh. a first half line. I'll give you 24. 24 first half. I might know. I might do it for the first half. We'll talk after the show. We'll talk after the show. All right. Come on, let's get at you it. Double up on that Orioles Pirates. There we go. I'm in. I do need to swing by some uh, some beer to you, buddy. Uh, and I'm, I'm listen. I'm celebrating. I want a team to root for in the playoffs that doesn't have a four billion dollar payroll. Come over. I'm I'm with you. You're basically an Orioles fan. Well, I like the yeah. Orioles. And you've anyhow. been to a bunch of their blood. games. I have. I've been to Cannon Yards probably more than any stadium, uh, any major league stadium in the country. Let's do it. And you come over to the house tonight. I, we'll watch them play the Blue Jays. I've quite literally been to Camden Yards in excess of 30 to 40 times. Wow. Yeah, but it was because you were dating the. Mm-hmm. But I also liked going to what those. What was her games. name again? Marilyn. Sweet, sweet. Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Cologne, if she's out there. Christy, doesn't, the Christy doesn't listen to this. Thank does goodness. She? Yeah. Thank she, goodness. She's yeah. no Christy Cameron. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Cologne now. But yeah, yeah. So, no. Oh, she's got a doctor. Uh, yeah, she does. He had so. to throw that in there. Yeah. No, she was great. But we used to go to those games all the time, and uh, I loved it. And those were the good Oriole teams, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that got screwed by the Jeffrey Mayer play. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was close. That was close. Did, that was close. That was really close. Yeah. Half out of my mouth. Yeah, that almost happened, man. We'd have been in trouble. There's they're no good again, here, buddy. buddy. They're good again. But yeah. uh, that, it's not Orioles headlines. Is it, no. Corey? No, no. no. Nobody's, nobody so, wants to so hear that nonsense. Seminole headlines is underway. And uh, we are really close to a season beginning, guys. I can't wait. So now it uh, – what's today's date? This the is our 16th? last uh, show that's wow. a non-game week. This is the last non-game week show. I'm going to tell you something right now. Yesterday, Tom Wang, Gene Williams, you guys are familiar with those two? Mm-hmm. 
and myself, we went to uh, Indigo over there. Oh, you and, saw Jay. Uh, yeah, I saw Jay, my man Jay. I love Jay. Uh, in fact, Jay and I had a big hug. Yeah, I retweeted like, the picture. Well, just well, like a welcome back. Welcome back football it's hug here. from it's Jay. Here. You know, it was so good. He gives a good hearty hug. He's a good hugger. I like yeah. a good hugger. So we went to the to the roof up there where uh, where we're going to be doing the pregame shows, Tom and myself, yeah. and it's going to be a war chant party. It's going to be a party for anybody going to the game. Yeah, we'll all be up in there. Everybody's going to be there, right? And what a great locale. And I'm not doing that just to sell it, guys, because we're going to be there regardless if you show up or not. But I, what I'm saying is we can see the stadium in the backdrop yep. where we're going to set it all up. We were Basically, <clears throat> we're checking out the logistics. What are we going to do? How's the setup? Where are we going to put the mics? Where are we going to put the banners? Where are we going to put the cameras? And I well, think I got Tom, Tom was figuring that all out. Jeff was yeah. hugging Jay. No, I, I I did hug Jay, and then Jay offered me a drink, but we didn't. So have yeah, any, that's where that's you guys. <laughs> that's where your conversation went. No, actually, Tom was looking where the where you, the plugs are. You can ask Tom about this. We we actually got into it. It was a meeting of the minds. I was like, I, I don't like this spot right over here. I want to be over here. I think we need to do this over here. Now that could have been me being a diva. I don't know, <laughs> but 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 he kind of agreed. It was a better spot. So we're looking at it. We may move it around, guys. I, I, Nothing oh, set really? in stone. All Jay right. Jay is like. Hey, look, man, whatever you guys want to do. Whatever you but want either to way, do. it tells you that it's here. It's well, time. It's go here. time. Yeah. Man, hey, there was an energy there. It was so, awesome. So clarify, though. So this is it's Hotel Indigo, oh, sorry, which yeah. is in College Town. Yeah, Our three hours Yeah, three hours before every home game, we will be there. Two-hour pregame show, which takes you up to an hour outside of the game when you start walking up and all that good stuff. We're going to be live right there, pregame show, myself and, and T. Lizzie. Now, if I'm from Tallahassee and I'm not paying – Whatever hotel Indigo is charging on a game weekend, because mm-hmm. we know how hotels are. Can I come by? Is oh, absolutely! Anybody can come. Swing by. on in, baby. Come on in here and get you a drink. And uh, there's food up there. Zaxby's sponsoring it. They've got oh. a plenty of food up there as well. So we're gonna. It's gonna be a time. It's gonna be a good time. Looking forward to it. Football, and uh, you know when the weather shifts, that's gonna be perfect. You get a little, you know, cool breeze. Yes, oh, yeah. we actually, we actually oddly had a breeze up there. It was perfect. I just wanted to walk over the stadium. I heard the band playing, practicing. That's the sound, man. Oh, yeah. That is the sound. If off in the distance you hear the band practice, you're like, it is effing good. A little time, nip man. in the air. Got, got, got in the 91, I think, 93. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, it's going to be 87. Crack, yeah, yeah. Cracking in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, a meaty topic, as you mentioned, some meaty topics c- playing off of registers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Jordan Travis's comments today, uh, towards the end of his interview, that you can people can watch at Warchan TV, I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't know, Corey, you heard it too. I'm curious your thoughts. But he talked about how much I said, you know, when you when you guys are putting in the game plan because they're starting to now install pretty for clear, the pretty game clear plan. they are, yeah. And and I, I was like, do you does Coach Norvell ask you what you like? And, and he said he always asked me. And last year I would tell him I like this or I feel comfortable with this. And he said he goes now I feel comfortable with everything. Like there's nothing that we have in that I don't feel good about. Good. That's a that's a pretty cool thing, especially because he said it was a hundred percent different than last year yeah. at this time. You know, last year at this time he was trying to win the job. Yeah, he yeah barely he did battling. Yeah. yeah, so he wanted to focus <clears throat> on things he felt good with. Yeah. Now he says he feels good and everything. I mean, that's a, it's a good thing to hear. I would hope true. that's the logical step to take when you're the guy and you don't have to worry about your job and you're going to have to lead and be that guy. You got to know more of the playbook. You got to feel comfortable. You got to rep it more. He's done all those things. I see no reason why he wouldn't have confidence. It's good to hear it, though. Yeah. It is good to hear it. And I see no reason why that wouldn't be the case. I mean, he should have it all at his disposal and obviously should feel good about it. I, I think because I kind of thought he was going to say, yeah, last year I felt the same, but he mm. didn't. He said he didn't, you know, at all. Yeah, that was a weird. When and you think said, back and, on last and, year, and he said he talked about how difficult this. He said this is a challenging playbook. There's a lot to it, you know, because that, that's the thing about Norvell's offense. It's not like they have one thing they establish. I mean, it's kind of one of those where it's a big menu. 
they want to be able to take advantage of all these different matchups based on what you're doing, and that be- because of that, you have to be good at a lot of the different things. Yeah, but I think that they will. And again, I've said this repeatedly, and it's a, it's it's. I think most both of you will agree on this. I mean, they want to run the ball. I mean, they, they want to run the football and establish that it's physical. Uh, it protects your defense, which is going to be a good defense, I think, this year. Um, and I just think they're better suited for it because of what Jordan opens up in the run game for everybody, you know. And I just I think they'll be able to do that. I think it also sets up the big play. You know, and I think they'll be able to do that as well. Well, and uh, you got some guys who can maybe yeah. be a target for a big play. Yeah, and so all of a sudden that's changed. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not capable of the other things, and they've got to have that in there because some teams are going to be hell-bent on taking some things away. And so that's good when you say Jordan feels comfortable with everything else. Good because teams are going to make you beat them doing something that is not your cup of tea, right. is not what you do best, if they're at all capable. They're going to take that away. They're going to do the Bill Belichick thing and say, listen, if you if you can beat me going left, you haven't shown it on film yet, but if you can, I'll off the cap. You know, that kind of thing. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I think LSU might be equipped to take some things away. They need to be able to shift gears and go to other things and have a level of comfort with it, and I'm glad to hear Jordan does because he's going to need to do that against the better teams. And they got, um, you know, obviously the first goal of any defense against this offense is to take the running game away. That's mm-hmm. just what it's always going to be. And last year – you know, uh, they still ran for a lot of yards in these games, but it, uh, some it's like they hit a seventy yarder, a fifty yarder, and, and then, then a whole lot two, of nothing. Two, one, three, yeah. minus five. Yep. Uh, I think they're better equipped to uh, you know have a consistent running game, but also if you do say we're gonna do we're gonna play you like Clemson did, like imagine Clemson's defense last year. I mean, look, man, I said that, I said this uh, when we were wrapping up practice today. Is like, man, I would throw the ball to Deuce Span ten times against Duquesne. Just to get see what happens, get some confidence up because they didn't have a guy like him last year that Clemson would actually legitimately have to worry about Correct. out wide. Yeah. And or Johnny Wilson in a one on one matchup, or Micah Pittman for that matter. I think those three guys, man, that just makes your offense different if they can win these one on one battles. They've been winning them a good bit, all three of them. I thought Deuce Span today had another good day. And it's not big plays downfield, although I think he made one, but it's just the release off the line of scrimmage. And then the hands catches going across the middle. Like it's the, Get the, better. the receiver stuff, not just, hey, we know you can run in a straight line and run fast. That, to me, was really encouraging. When you got what he can do, what maybe he can be, and what Johnny Wilson can be, all of a sudden, okay, yeah, go cheat your safety up. Put, gonna, eight, put eight in the box. Well, we'll see what happens. And this is going to sound like we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but I think Malik McLean has had a really good camp, especially the last week or so. I think he... He's another, I mean, again, a big body that can really run. They need him to step up. He's been in the system now but long they enough. they look like yeah. NFL dudes. Yeah. Like, uh, I know McLean they're not does, NFL. Sure. Well, yeah. so, does, so does Deuce. Oh, well, Deuce is the one that stands out. I'm talking about all the other yeah. receivers. Yeah. But, but it, with the Johnny, a 6'7 guy, I mean, you, you all of a sudden you're not getting off the bus with a bunch of 5'11 guys or 5'10 guys. Well, they they're tried gonna, to throw fades to short people last year. It was yeah. really annoying. You remember? Yes. You remember how those went? It bothered me. Or anytime somebody challenged them and they had yeah. to go deep because they had no choice, yeah. And but you're throwing to a small target. It's a short window. Small, yeah. small window. It's almost impossible. Yeah. No, and that's why I roll my eyes when uh, <clears throat> it came out of – just point, man. Just point. I, 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 got, I got a button over no, here. I can turn the mic off. I did it the one time, and you, had, you, you were like, what? Now I, you're hell-bent on clearing your throat in these segments. That one would have come across on this mic anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, that was I, I, I thought I, I thought I no, got back from no, my, my bad, everyone. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't. I thought you had the surgery. 
I don't no, know what's I did. going on. Every time what, what, I eat, I just ate I about mean, thirty minutes ago. Sometimes it, sometimes <laughs> I get a little reflux coming on up. Let, well, let's get back into it in a moment. We'll take a little respite. On oh, that. we're gonna do. We're gonna. That's gonna be you the end. Of the yeah, that. Just I really didn't know. Interrupted Next, everything. I, I, just, I apologize, everyone. Really kinda, I, Jeff hard may, left turn. Jeff may not come back for the <laughs> next thing. I know, man. It's gonna be you and I. You're not gonna have the cough button. Seminal headlines. Ninety-three-three. Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Ho ho ho. Horizons, it took, bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle game. the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. You're damn right Northeast it is. Tallahassee mm. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. It's, uh, man, it's just, it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's spirits. where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week, like you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now, let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> in person. Never mind the food. You get to see the three of us. But yeah, the food and the, the drinks, the the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working at And Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food, I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song. But with, you have to sing it like I do. And with, tell them Corey's saying. With a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yes. so kind. Seminal headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, we made it back. We're good. Yep. I overcame. You cleared in the throat. I feel I another one's coming up too. Just be on the lookout when hey, I do keep, this. Keep was, talking. Keep talking right now. Just say Corey something. Clark's talking. You're. I'm making a point. You're yeah, out. Okay, there we go. Now, now we got it. All right. I felt like sure. that moment there, that just a little contentiousness. It felt no, like no, watching it, the Beatles documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when George Harrison but, walked but out. But I'm out saw, here playing Let It Be, and he's they, like, can you keep it down? I'm talking to Yoko. But they uh, they had nothing but love for one another, Ira, as you and I both noted from that. Just occasionally it got contentious. Yeah. But, you know, when you're creative like that and you're yeah. all together doing a thing, it can get Healthy that Healthy egos. You know, it can it help. Been, it would have been great if the one – yeah, they cut out the one where uh, – you know, Ringo just kept coughing yeah, every time. Over and over. Paul's, <laughs> Paul's, like, anybody can drum, guys. You yeah. can get anybody in here to play these parts. Let's I write an epic song. <laughs> Keeps clearing his throat. All right, so the news of the day. Do we want to classify that? Let's do that. Sure. The news of the day, uh, Joshua Burrell at running back. I like it because I think that you, you can utilize him in a way that he might have some real value this year. I, I feel like he's kind of a pseudo running back slash H-back kind of guy, and that's exciting. It's kind of harsh to go straight into that part of it, though. The reason, Part of the reason for the move is because C.J. Campbell is out for the year. Is, is out for the year. Um, and he's a guy who really had a great spring, kind of yeah. has followed the same path as Trayshawn Ward. Came in as a walk-on, really impressed everybody last yeah. season. Really good spring. Had a great spring. Yeah. And uh, really very – I mean, just fits in. Looks like a scholarship running back. And uh, – you know, he's a guy that they thought when DJ Williams transferred out, yeah. everybody's like, well, it's not that big of a deal because you have CJ Campbell. They brought in Rodney Hill. Well, now CJ Campbell's out for the year. Mike Norvell talked about that today, and it's, you know, obviously devastating, just like when they lost Cadence Lyles personally. But they were able to move Joshua Brell in. And, and when Corey asked him about it, Norvell, I think, said he, it's something they had already been thinking about because of Josh Burrell's skill set and, and looking for ways maybe he could help this team this season. And uh, I'm with you, man. I think he's a. I think he'll fit in really well there. Well, he's a big, strong kid. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't. I don't think. They don't get have a, a lot of big of dudes in the backfield. Right. And yeah. I didn't think he was going to get a ton of 
opportunities at wide receiver this year. Right. Uh, and so right. to me, for him to be able to do that, um, you know, you got a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield now. You got a guy that at his size can block. Um, but, you know, let's say you're not a guy that's routinely making a corner miss. Well, you can make a linebacker or a safety miss. Right. Well, and he was, you know, you I can, mean, look, you can get man, open against those guys. It was his first day to day out there, and he was noticeable. Like, he made yeah. plays. Uh, more plays, I thought, in team stuff today than he had, uh, you know, maybe the whole camp. Well, I, like, thought, well, he, I thought he had a pretty good camp. I think he, he actually had, had a better camp than I think we expected after the spring. Because, you know, last year he was in a boot all year. He had surgery when he got here. And then in the spring when we saw him, I just, you know, you just didn't see much yeah, burst. Yeah, there was no burst, yeah. And you, you, we even talked, maybe he becomes a tight end or something. But I thought this camp he had actually been showing. He had some deep balls. I mean, he's caught some deep balls in, in practice and one-on-one and seven-on-seven. And um, so I think he's a guy that this isn't just a move for somebody to take up to take carries in practice. I think he's a guy they think can help him. And you're right on the money. I'm talking to somebody uh, familiar with the situation who said that one of the things they're really excited about him with is, is that physicality. He's and big. He's a guy that can you know pick up blitzes. Just be you know just be a a more physical presence. Trey Benson's got size, but he's not really a battering ram kind of guy. Right. I think he's got. This is the better suited role for him, in my opinion. And again, I don't want to sit in here and bash him as a receiver, but with the group that they have, and then him coming off that injury a year ago, he wasn't going to get a lot of reps. I don't think this Not year this season. at wide receiver. So to me, this move makes perfect sense. And by the way, if he's this big already, he's going to get bigger and stronger. And it's and it's not a permanent move. Somebody just asked in the chat, Timmy. Um, it's it's he's going to be doing some of both. It's not like yeah. he'll never work with the receivers anymore. But I think if he really shines at running back, you could see a scenario where it becomes a permanent. It's move. just you wonder where he is on a depth chart. Uh, and, and, and you know, Norvell talked to, unsolicited. Uh, he brought up Lawrence Toafili and talked about the type of camp he's had that he's so much better than he was last year. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you saw some explosive plays last year. But he's a completely different guy now. And I think that's translated to what we see. This isn't coach speak. This isn't just coach eyes. And we don't – I mean, I've seen uh, – Lawrence Toafili has uh, flashed m- – in my opinion, more than any running back they've had this this fall, um, this camp. I, he just has. He's made a bunch of – he was really good in Jacksonville too. Um, it's going to be interesting how they divvy this thing up, man. I think he was the forgotten guy, kind of. It was going to be Trey, the, the Trabian, as we were going to call him, the Trabian backfield. But you might want to throw Webtoe – or not Webtoe, but Toe back in there too. They're just calling their names. Let's uh, the, the audience right now is like, who the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Call them by their names. Trey Trey Benson, Trey Sean Ward, yeah. and Lawrence Toafili. By the way, the uh, the first two on that list are still going to get the bulk of the carries. We'll oh, see, man. We'll, we'll see. see. Lawrence Toafili is going to play a lot. Well, here's the thing. Oh, but you use him in a lot of different ways. Yes, he's there, not going to be get a the primary ball. ball carrier. But I but I thought that was kind of interesting talking to Norvell about that because you know in the past they really only used him in certain situations and mm-hmm. packages. Mm-hmm. They didn't use him as an every down type of back. He said, now they can, and we asked why, and he said, well, you know, just a lot of things he's gotten better, but then when they when they talked to Treshawn Ward, what did Treshawn Ward say? The difference in Lawrence Oh, Stofield. that he's taking the weight room seriously. Uh, he's like, he, he understands the he weight room to. now. He's, he's gotten he's bigger. He's small. He was he's, small. Yeah. And so that's the difference. He's not that guy, and now he's bigger and stronger and can be out there. Don't put me on the spot like that again. I mean, I thought I was trying to give you some shine. No, I was, I was reading some chat. I was reading some chat questions. I was really startled by the question. Yeah, I was like, what? see it on his face. Wouldn't you think that's kind of He was going to have to think. 
like you know how actors like they give to each other. Oh, absolutely, yeah. right. You can and see like him, musicians yeah, will yeah. do it. Like I was trying to do that, but it only can be taken advantage of Ira if they're in the moment and they're yeah. listening to you. I was outside. He the has moment. no chance to be listening to you. That's he's thinking point. about what he's going to say next. Yeah, well, that's what all the there's great no actors do. Ch- <laughs> there's no chance. They're just thinking about what he doesn't next. know what Ira just served up. I'm over waiting here. for the lip You gave him a chance to run with you it, but he's thinking about his next point. Because he had just told me this because he was interviewing Trayshawn Ward while I'm interviewing Joshua Farmer. So he told me the story. I didn't want to just take. It? No, you were trying to serve up right. an opportunity, yeah. but he he, he has fault. to be here. Yeah, and I he wasn't. I wasn't present. present. Just he wants to feel this. Can't you know, you, he has to know. Can't you just be present every now and again? No, every now and again. It's not all about you. All I'm thinking about now is trying not to hock up something again. Okay, <laughs> let's keep that under wraps. We're off to a shaky start, Corey Clark. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Sky Ninja writes. I haven't. And by the way, thank you, Sky Ninja FSU. We really appreciate you. Thank you, man. I haven't heard all that much about AJ Duffy. Is he as good as he was expected to be? Is the first part of that question. Does he seem to be progressing in a way that we can still see him being a future star for the office? I'll go first, and you guys chime in, and, and, and that way, I mean, hopefully I won't unduly influence your opinions. I know I sometimes... Mm, that can happen. Can happen. Um, he's not a star. He's a freshman. He's not going to be a star. He's, he's got... No, he's not a star right now. Um, I think he's on pace. I think he gets overwhelmed sometimes. My biggest problem with any freshman quarterback, unless they're preternaturally great and they have a, just an unbelievable mind, uh, the way Jameis Winston did, for example, they're all going to be hesitant. He, he pats the ball a lot. It takes him some time because it's moving 1,000 miles per hour. Now he has his great moments. You see moments where you're yeah. like, okay, there it is. That's what they see, and then you can get excited about it. He has a series or two where you're like, there it is. But he has a lot of plays where he just doesn't see it, and he pats it. That's normal, completely normal. He's a freshman. He's not getting as many reps with the ones. He's not going to get those opportunities. So it's going to be dip more difficult for him. I think he's on pace. But it's to be determined. Though, it right? is to you be determined. Know you can't right know that he's – yeah. I, he's but, nowhere, I, but, he's but, not, but there are some things you can determine. Yeah. And before – if you go back to last spring when he came in as, as an early enrollee, and before they had started really installing anything, it was just <clears throat> going out and running routes – and he's, you know, the quarterback should have thrown on air. Yeah. The hand talent is obvious. I mean, he can throw the football. Yes, he he can. can make all the throws. He's an impressive passing quarterback. Once they started installing things, you, you could see his mind start swimming, and then he regressed a little bit. Then you go into this preseason camp, and again, Mike Norvell has talked about it. They were not going to spoon-feed him. They weren't going to keep him on another field with right. the, the freshmen. I mean, he's doing everything the older guys do. And because of that, I think you saw him the same thing, like really kind of struggling to process, not being really not throwing with conviction. I feel like in the last week or so, it's changed. I think he is throwing much more comfortably. I thought he looked good today. Um, and I think, man, again, the hand talent is what – that. Once the knowledge comes, I mean, the hand talent's important. Yeah. And, and, and I think once, as, as he gets more comfortable, you'll be able to see him apply the hand talent. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's as good or better than I expected when he got here. It's just, it's going to take time. It just, it's, that's absolutely the key. And he's in no race to play yeah, right no now. There's no rush. You don't you have hope. to, yeah. yeah. It's, it's let him learn it. Let him learn it. I mean, he has great reps followed by, oh, that's questionable. Well, that's what freshmen look like when they're playing quarterback. Right? I, I was telling Iron in Jacksonville, um, this was something I noticed. I mean, so like you said, the, the tapping of the ball, which happens a lot if a guy doesn't break open right away. Yeah. And this is in uh, seven-on-seven, even sometimes one-on-ones. It's just, okay, tuck it and run. Just tuck it and run. And he does that more than the other two. And, I mean, which he, just he does. should. Which right. he should. He it's hasn't not, been in the not, offense. Yeah. But in, uh, out in Jacksonville, it was almost like there had been an edict. You are not tucking the ball. I don't care if anybody's open or not. You are throwing the ball. Because he might have done it one time in the two days. He was now not every, it, they weren't all great throws, 
but you could see him stepping into it more and talking about the conviction. It's like you have to trust it and throw it at some point, and he did it the whole time in Jacksonville. Um, now, again, some of them were highly, highly challenged and contested and um, everything else, but he actually um, would not just take that the, the safe way out. They made It's almost like they made him throw the ball downfield. The yeah. last, and the last thing I want to say on him real quick, I, I think a lot of people were upset when Chubba Purdy left. I'll just say I feel like – I believe A.J. Duffy's a better future quarterback than, than Chubba Purdy. I yeah. never felt – I mean, there were some people around the program who really liked Chubba and thought he had a great future. I didn't see it as much. I see it more with A.J. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. I like A.J., and I think his development's right where it needs to be. I don't have any problem with him right now. I don't see anything that is an alarm bell uh, to the negative. And I think with Chubba, we get, that was an unfortunate situation. He got hurt immediately, and you're kind of like, well, right. I don't know. This, this is a mess. And the next thing you know – Clearly something went wrong medically, and he's gone, and he's at home figuring it out. Like This just, just was downhill, downhill, downhill. Uh, luckily, things have really started off right for A.J. Duffy. He looks the part, and he looks like a guy who's learning at the right trajectory to be on pace to be where he needs to be in a year or two. So You'd, ha- I, you'd I, hate to have to use him this year. No, yeah, you don't want to play him now. You don't want to play and, – and the other reason you don't want to play him now is Tate's been very good in camp. There, what was to be the point of throwing A.J. Duffy out there? Tate's been here for a long time. He understands the offense. Uh, do you take a step back uh, if he has to come into the game? We, likely. Uh, but he's the backup quarterback, and I think he's co- more than competent. I think you could win some of the games on the schedule with him. I think you could. I wouldn't have said that a year ago. So, I mean, that that's a little bit different there, too. Um, yeah, I, I just to me, by the way, I, I'm excited now because you could tell Mike is, and this is the other part of today's practice, they're, they're getting really focused on install, really focused on what they want to be and getting ready for the games, and he's intense right now. I mean, there's no – like you heard him yelling at guys, make choices. He's talk, talking about him time and again. Like the, the 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 pressure that he has to feel is very real, and at the same time, he understands that time is of the essence, guys. We got to be ready to go. This has to be a difference making season, and I hear that in his voice. Now he's always intense. He's always high energy. But I, I think the details are on display a little bit earlier. They get the benefit of that week zero game, so they started earlier and they're ready to go. Do you like when coaches yell at other coaches? Like when the head coach gets on an assistant coach? It matters what it's about. Right. No. Not, not I, a I fan. I mean, I'm not typically a fan. If there's a, re, a, a, a very a valid reason. reason, but I'm not a big I guess I feel it, like you're you're kind undermining of kneecapping him. his authority with his own players when he gets chewed out in I, front of them. My guess, though, is I wonder if it's sometimes if it's something that happens repeatedly and maybe you have private conversations, and then it happens again. There and won't be a private conversation at that point. At that yeah. point, you're like, hey, man, get your guys in order. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's not unique. I mean, every head coach that's ever been a head coach at Florida State has, has gotten on to his assistant so. coaches. Yeah. But it's always kind of weird. Like, you always wonder, like, everybody else looks around. It's like when yeah. the parents fight, when your it parents was- would argue, and like, everybody's like, can I can I laugh? Do I need to yeah. hide? Yeah. And it was crazy that it was Odell. You wouldn't have thought Norvell would scream down Odell like that in front of, the, in front of his players. Odell's beloved. It's a joke, right? Was it? Was you know it, how many confused people there are right now? One, once including again, including the three of us in here. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. No, sorry. it wasn't Odell. Um, no, I think I, Mike is. Uh, listen, I think we're going to see a very intense Mike for the coming days. Uh, this is it's it's go time now, and this is a very. How many times have we talked about it? Really, every day of the summer. It's a huge year. They got to be good, guys. Yeah. They just got to be good. They they can't. He can't afford to be average. Can't afford to be six and six. Can't afford to be five and seven. They've got to be good. So every attention to detail, every and he's been here long enough now, and he's got enough of the guys that were here in the spring. So there really shouldn't be any reason not to be able to go quickly and have this stuff 
worked out, streamlined, and ready to go every day. Um, he should demand a lot. And I, I'm sure that you know that holds true for himself. So. Hey, what did you think? Jeff brought it up yesterday on the Jeff Cameron show. I did. Mm. 1 yeah. to 3 p.m. Wildly popular. Thank you. I thank noticed you. you didn't use the pic. You were live this time. I was. So I didn't have the picture. No. You were your yeah, video. He was live, yeah. yeah. The, um, but he asked about the situation. Jordan not playing much in the scrimmage. Yeah. What was your thoughts on that? Um, I was fine with it. Um, I, you know, I, I would like him maybe to get a little more live work with new guys that he hasn't thrown to a ton. You know, they just haven't had a lot of live scrimmage. But you'd have to feel feel like he has to feel they must feel good about that. I do, and I also think you don't need to be risking anything right. with him. Like you don't need an over aggressive freshman wanting to make a play and accidentally rolling into your starting quarterback. I mean, you kind of want to get in and get out with if he if he looks the part. If he had two good series. Or two and a half, three good series. Yeah, you're you're good. You're you're that's a wrap. Yeah, Let thought, the other guys get reps because you know they're gonna need to practice with the ones too. And I went back and listened to the part where you and Tom talked about it, and I thought you guys made a really good point that it's you know there is a possibility, a likelihood to some degree that Jordan wouldn't make it through the season every snap of the entire season. Sure. Tate's and gonna it, have to play at some point. This way. gives you know Tate and Duffy a chance to run with the ones against the ones. Gives them some more experience. Yeah, I think it's really big for Tate. He's got to be a guy that gets some some of those opportunities with the ones just because you want some synergy there if he has to come in for a quarter, a game, a half, whatever it might be, and he doesn't always get that opportunity. So I get that part of it. I just thought it was an interesting choice. Of course, we're not there at the scrimmage. So, you know, what if if uh, one versus one's good versus good? Uh, Jordan's going right down the field, and they have three good series. You're right, okay. We could pull him here. It's just interesting that uh, they felt like they'd seen enough out of him, which is, A, on the one hand, a good sign. On the other hand, it's just something you're allowed to question. I mean, I, I think he could probably use as many reps as possible. I also think uh, having Duquesne as the opener is the is another is factor. The another reason, if it yeah. was LSU at that opening yeah, week, yeah. I, I think maybe you don't just have him That's play a good two point. I think series. you're exactly right. I doubt they would have done that, in yeah. fact, if it was LSU in week one. There you yeah. go. I made a good point. You finally. did. You're bouncing back. Okay, I need good. That. That's good. a good t- chance to break. Let's okay. let him feel Thank good God. about himself. Thank you very Had much. Had a good series. I don't need you to rep anything else. Let's just shut it down right here for now. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chan TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. 
Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. We've got some questions we can get to uh, uh, at the chat on the chat, I should say. Uh, some of them are funny. Uh, by the way, did you see, Corey, this is right up your alley. Mm. Seminal old school. Okay, no. I think we ought to call our one-two running back punch the... Trevajou crew. Yeah. Okay. Not deja vu. Yeah. Tra- you, tra- you get it? I mean, yeah, but you got the, it. Yeah, yeah, vu. He spelled yeah, yeah, yeah. the ba. Yeah. Well, you know, he's just, just yeah. Trejau vu is not bad at all. That's I'm I'm, I'm it, that might be a leader in the club. I think I like, like that, that better one, huh? than Trebian or Trey Magnifique. Uh, Ian wants to know why they don't practice in the heat. They do. It's hot as Hades out there, Ian. Trust me, it's like 95 and humid. And here's something else I was thinking about when it comes to that. They're only going to have probably one day, one game, an impossible heat, and that's the Duquesne game, yeah. which you hope if they play well, nobody's going to be playing more than 50 snaps, 55 snaps yeah. anyway. The next one's in a dome. The one after that is two weeks later in Kentucky, and your first home game uh, is October 1st, which is probably still going to be warm in Tallahassee, yeah. but it's not going to be 100 degrees. And they're, they're not exactly practicing in uh, 52 degree temperatures inside the practice facility there. That's I still mean, pretty warm. No, uh, I mean, it, it's, it, it, it's still warm, but yeah, 3.30 in the afternoon would be a little bit different. It would be hotter, but not exceedingly so. By the time we get out there and you to also the have to outdoor deal with thunderstorms. Segment, right, well, thunderstorms. that's every day. That is also the answer, Ian, is because it is freaking lightning and raining every day. Which it, is why I love the Two days 5 in July where it didn't rain. Did you know that? Two? The 5 p.m. start time for the opener. No way there's a lightning delay or a weather delay for that one, huh? That's Man. Ro- Storms never roll through Tallahassee right around evening time. I'm going to do the uh, pregame show uh, from Hotel Indigo. Oh, yeah. And then uh, take it to the hizzy. Are I'm we gonna, is it going to be where you have to be a lightning delays for Duquesne? Not doing it. Not going to do it. Is, is, do you have to be a War Champ member to come to Hotel, Hotel Indigo? I don't think so. Well, you should have to be because you know we're giving it away for a dollar. Well, that's a that's a different point altogether and a good one, and I'll emphasize it momentarily. But just so everybody knows, no, you don't have to be a War Champ member to. But it would really help. Hey, well, we'll treat you better. Yeah, yeah. we'll judge I mean, you yeah, if yeah. you're not. Because yeah. oh, yeah. if you're not paying a buck for a year of content, it's a dollar. Then it's a buck. You may not be the sharpest. Warchant.com on three one dollar for one year. Now this we don't know, guys. This is limited time only. Yeah. I've been told a bunch that it could end any day. They now. could any pull day, it during the minute. show. It could yeah. happen. Yeah. Like next hour, it may not be You available. could be the last person to get it. If yeah. Corey c- clears his throat one more one time. One more time. Ooh, that's, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Calling all FSU fans. One dollar, one year. Yep. A buck. Go, you can either type in warchant.com to your browser. You can go to Google, not those other ones. That I, we were talking about before the show. That's right. You go to Google, just type in Warchant on three. It's going to take you to our site. It's a big old button there. Click. You get it for a dollar. You get all the. You get so much more than what we give you here. We're giving this away for free, essentially. But what what we do on Warchant.com, we get much more detailed an- analysis. Google now r- rules the uh, the world, of course. But what was your favorite so, search? Well, so this is what this engine, how, this yeah. is what we were talking about before the show. Has there ever been an industry? So we're old enough that we yes. know when Google. W- yeah. was created. I also remember when there were no computers. Well, <laughs> that's right. That, <laughs> when the dinosaurs roamed yeah, the earth. It was just right. in war games. But we, uh, yeah. yeah, everything was in DOS. Yeah. But we, so we, when, when we had search engines before Google, 
Oh, like lots of them. Yahoo. And, and they were always uh, battling it so out. Ask Jeeves or whatever the hell yeah. it was. <laughs> and then Google comes out and Google's like, oh, this is oh, you're, this is what a search engine should be. I'm going to type in something and it's going to bring me directly to exactly the thing I'm asking mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. not to some other crap that these other search engines will do. But did you realize that in 2022, these other search engines still exist and they still all suck? Like Google's the only one that really works. Google Chrome is what I use. Well, that's the browser, actually. Yeah, yeah it's the browser. You're right. Yeah, yeah, which comes with the Google yeah, yeah, search. The search yeah. engine is, uh, yeah, mine, mine automatically defaults to Bing, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> oh. I don't, I don't know, I don't know that Bing. What are their corporate offices? That's why like? I just said. It's in a strip mall. Did you ever Chuck use Alta Vista? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a little Alta Vista for that ass. And that's my question. Yeah, though. that's my question though. <laughs> is Alta Vista still there? Like, to I, me, don't know. I don't when know. When Google came out and became Google. Should everybody else have just shut their doors and said, okay, all right, you guys. Or well, I think they learned pretty them? quickly they should have, yes. Yeah. They were they're not trouble. putting a lot of effort into it, yeah. basically. Man, that's got to be tough walking into Alta Vista every day for yeah. work. You hear what they're doing over at Google, John? Yeah, this yeah. Is, <laughs> people are actually. I think we're in trouble. <laughs> I think we're in real trouble <laughs> might be over here. Shut, We might have to shut her down here. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's where we're at. Anyhow, uh, Yahoo was, I used Yahoo for a long time. I, everybody had the Yahoo Mail. I, used yeah. to, I still have my old Yahoo Mail Yahoo. account. So yeah, well, the there you go. On nice. The side, you nice. Know. I understood. Understood. The old Timmy bur- writes, burner email. Burner email. Yeah. yeah, you don't see that a lot. Timmy writes, damn, y'all are old. No doubt. Yeah, baby. No yeah, doubt. Especially I. Well, I'd say more experienced. <laughs> We're experienced. Uh, aside from that, back to the football at hand. Uh, I do I do get excited every time I see. Uh, oh, I had something I wanted to say. Well, I'm going to interrupt okay. you completely. Please, You're done. Please do. Here we go. So say they go eight and four. Seems this like year. you had something to say nah, too. It's fine. He gets to talk all the time. Uh, yeah, I'll get to do it here in a second. He, say they go eight and four this year, which would be a good season, I think. It'd be a great yeah. season. Thinking of what they will return next year, because literally they don't have a ton of. Seniors. Well, okay, this does feed into my point. He accidentally did this. This is good. I think their offensive line next year is going to be legitimately good. That's what the I'm next saying. Couple years. Legitimately good. And the entire backfield will come back. Though The entire receiving core could come back. Um, you know, you're going to lose some stuff on defense, but you can replace. It's a diamond. Tatum Bethune's are a diamond dozen. You just go get yourself another one. <laughs> but on offense, if they have a good year on offense and they bring almost all of those guys back, what? even if you're breaking in a new quarterback, mm-hmm. you're going to 8-4 and four with, I don't know, 14 returning starters. You're going to feel like, okay, you you are going to be legitimately excited about con- contending for something. Better keep everybody happy because the portal doesn't just swing one way; it goes both ways. And Florida State hasn't been hasn't had a lot of tr- attractive guys in the that could have right. been potentially could've in been, the portal. Yeah, but they they're starting to. That could change. Rising Spear will have a lot of work to do and other entities. But I I would just tell you that again when I'm at practice, I do think a lot about this year, just like everybody else does. That's pressing. But I really do look at that depth of the offensive line and some of the talent that's coming down the pike. And I have not been able to say this with a straight face in a long time. They legitimately have four or five guys that are not going to play this year, or if they do, it's limited, right? That I'm really excited about on the offensive line. I mean, are good players. Not guys like, oh, he's better than him. Luckily, we'll be able to supplant his ass next year. No, no, not that conversation. Like, dude's good. People don't look like that. You know, like that body type and all there's four to five guys like that that will be starting next year. Knock on wood. They, you don't want to have to start those guys this year. Uh, some of them might get thrust into action. But the truth is, if, if you stay relatively healthy up front, you've got four or five guys behind this starting group that are going to be good football players. And I make a joke on my show all the time that we started out with ass sorry, then just sorry, and then butt ass. You know, it was butt ass sorry, sorry, and all that. We might be good 
on the offensive line start next and year. And then you uh, have a good offense. Well, yeah, by That's definition, you're in pretty good shape. And, yeah. and I think the one other thing I like about them, not as just the body types, but also the fact that they seem to be some, there's some scrappiness to them. There's some what for about them. Mm-hmm. I go back to about three or four years ago when a starting offensive tackle here got punched by a defensive end in practice, went down, got up, and just walked away. And I remember thinking, well, that's not good. If that's that's your not starting, ideal. That's when your starting tackle gets punched in the face, goes down, gets up, and just walks away. Well, he didn't quite walk away because then they had to hold hands and walk well, around the practice field. Well, they did have to hold field. hands after that was Willie's uh, thing. But They held hands <laughs> and walked around the practice field. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I, just, I questioned a little bit the the, 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 oh, what, the man. fight. The, I just literally the fight. talking yeah. about it. Yeah. That's so sad. I mean, yeah. it's a little bit like prison, young man. You can't just walk away there. Even if you think you're going to get your ass kicked, then, you've got to come back at him. Then Willie made him come back over and walk hand oh, in hand together. No, 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 no. So, yeah, no. there's this is, uh, again, like a good example. One of the guys you're talking about, Julian Armella, is tough. I mean, he'll go at Jared Verse, yes. get his butt kicked, but then go right back at him again. Yes. And yes. that's what you want to see. And there's a bunch of guys that are young uh, in that group that I think, wow, he's got an attitude. Uh, hey, listen, I think Schrader, in my mind, uh, he may have to rep this year, but he's a year away. He got, you know, obviously delayed by that injury where he could have put on the requisite strength. But he's already technically savvy, mm-hmm. understands the game, has the body type for it, and has an attitude for it. He's perfect for that. Estes has the attitude for it. May have to play this year, and he might be ready to play this year. But if not, it would be ideal to wait one more year. He's a big, strong dude, and he's a bit of an a-hole. And I mean it in a good way. When you watch those one-on-one battles, when you watch the, the trenches go at each other, there's a whole lot of give and take, a whole lot of what for, a whole lot of extracurricular. It's intense. And that was the, again, Dylan Gibbons brought a lot to this offensive line last year, which you know Corey didn't think was going to happen, but he mm. did. Right. But one of the biggest things, I think, was that, that nastiness. I mean, Dylan Gibbons is the guy that's pushing after a pile. He's the guy, mm-hmm. he might get a penalty once in a while for it, but he's, he's brings that, and I think it's good for those young guys to see that. Because that's how he is. Yeah, you watch all the best offensive line uh, groups, whether it's the NFL or in college. They they they're often described by announcers as nasty. It's nasty. Like there's always a little what for. You know, I, I obviously I'm a Bucks fan. You think about Jensen. Oh, yeah, uh, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a jerk. He gets in a fight every game. Every game, but he is going to protect his guy, and he's gonna. There's going to be a little extra something, man, something at the end of the man, play. Uh, incognito. Oh, that guy. You know, well, did he just retire? I, who knows? He yeah. played like thir- thirty years. It yeah. seems like. Yeah. Didn't he get banned from the league? He at some did point? for a year and a half, and, came and then played another decade. Yeah, banned from certain states. I yeah, think yeah. he's not allowed in certain states. That's not going to end well for him. Probably, but not. he had a very prosperous career. Yes, yes, uh, and they welcomed him back. So you'd like a little of that edge. Yeah, I don't need the off the field edge. No. I need the on the field edge, and there was a lot of that with them. They they have recruited. I always talk about the dough that they have to work with that Alex Atkins has to work with. It, it's a better quality dough that yeah. he's got to work with. And right he's now. got good enough guys now, the veteran guys, to that not have can, to play those guys. And they can learn from them. You know, they can learn from them. It's not you're not thrust into action, but you well, also he's a get great to learn. teacher. I know we brag on him a lot. Yeah. He's a great teacher. I, it's my favorite part of practice, just listening to him teach, listening to him get after guys. It's a perfect mix of you know fatherly love at times, intense coaching. Uh, there's a scolding element to things too. If you don't do it right, then there's also that pull you aside. Of, okay, look, you're not you're not understanding me. Let me show you this. I mean, it's all there with him. He's he's perfect in that way because there's such a balance of his coaching techniques. Well, he's got a great combination of as a communicator. He grew up in Chicago, so you know he's he's been through some things. He's seen, seen some, some things, things growing up in Chicago, but he's coached in the South. He he's got a mm. really good demeanor where people like him. People just like talking to him. But so you assume that that's how he is. But then when you watch him coach, 
And yeah, man, it's a different dude on that field. And he's kind of got some Odell to him in the yes. in that kind of that kind of nature, a different way about it, but uh, but similar I've uh, always results. said all players will deal with being uh scolded, uh, yelled at, talked down to even to certain degrees if they believe the guy doing it loves him. You, you know, if if he's shown that he cares deeply about your success, about your future on and off the field. If that's all in place, Coaches can almost say anything. Yeah. Mickey Andrews said crazy things to his players, but they knew he loved them. Yeah. That's why you've always been okay with Jeff. I mean, Jeff, some of those early meetings we would have after the show. And I would scold him as much as no, – is that what you're talking about, where yeah, I would just yeah, scold him and he's call him about the times I'd that say I, you're worthless? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings, but the you were is, worthless. I'm older and bigger than you. That never happened. <laughs> Fair. Good point. But no, like I, yeah. I had a coach. Like we all, anybody who played any organized sport had a guy that could be tough, right? It would would yell at you and it, it'd be embarrassing, especially if he singled you out in a team sport. But if you thought it was coming from a place of love and trust, and, and, and that he cared deeply about your success, then you're like, all right, well, I got to do better. You you never wanted to let that guy down. He's a coach that strikes me as that those guys never want to let him down. And you watch the intensity with the focus. Like some coaches, I mean. I'm not naming anybody on our staff here at Florida State, but I will say there were coaches that just yelled and they were yelling to yell because nobody paid right. attention. Yeah. Then there are coaches that yell and everybody pays attention. And he attention. doesn't even yell that much. It's no, just no, it's I'm pointed not, yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. It's pointed words, but yeah, he's not he's not but he is instructing a lot. And you also tell him when they when they when they sucked on a particular rep. I mean he'll say that's not good enough. That sucked. But he'll also he'll he'll give them enough positive reinforcement, I think. Especially probably in the film room. Who is I think the, who he does is, a lot of it. Who is the freshman that he's told him his film was awful? The when we did the interviews with the freshmen this summer, one of them, I think, my if it was um, can you? It oh, it was the kid. Yeah, I can't remember. It might have been Charlton. It was somebody that played in the I state like championship. Lot, by, the yeah. by the way, I like him a lot. And, and when he when they were, from Texas because he said oh, he played in Jalen early. He, mm. stayed, he played in the state championship game and said, "Man, your film was awful. <laughs> your film was awful." And uh, yeah, he said two years later, and that, that was as a sophomore. So as a senior, he was a much better football player. It's fun to hear that. I yeah. love it. I mean, that's the fun stuff. Like you in in movies about the military, any of the uh-huh. drill sergeants that are good. I mean, obviously, Full Metal Jacket. But. Dude, my my buddy Mike and Armando went in the uh, Marines out of high school, and Mike's girlfriend. They didn't end up not staying together, but his girlfriend sent him some gum, so they made him chew the gum and put it on his nose, like when they were <laughs> doing their drill stuff, and so he he wrote her back. He's like, "Do not send me gum. never again." And she sent him more gum. Mm, well, she must not. They're not. Them. They're not married. Yeah, I was going to say nah, that didn't. That's not going to work out. It's not going to work out at all. Hour number two. Headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. 